in the last episode, I talked about bounded creativity and I talked about how having your content pillars helps you continue to deliver that specific outcome that your audience signed up for. And I want to dive into that a little bit deeper, but I also want to talk about the importance of restraint here. So when someone comes to your profile, they look at your bio and they read about your target audience. They read that first line where it says something like, I help people do X, Y, and Z. And they look at that and they go, yes, that's me. I can identify with that. And then they look at that next line and say, that's the value that you offer. Yes, I want that value. And the third line that potentially it might talk about the thing that you do differently or something, you know, funny, unique and quirky about you. And they go, yes, that's the kind of approach I want. And then they look at your content and your content is aligned to the bio. And they say, hey, you know, here's a guy who helps people with their social media marketing, sharing the secrets the pros charge for. Great. And then they look down and guess what? That's true. The feed is that. That's what it's talking about. That's everything about the feed. If they see that bio, then they see the content and everything speaks to them and the promise is fulfilled throughout, they're very, very likely to follow. If they read your bio and they look down into your content and the content is random, right? Your bio says, hey, you know, I help people with Facebook ads. And they look down and, you you know, your pictures of your family and random quotes and stuff about entrepreneurs and so on. They're very unlikely to follow in that scenario. The reason being is when someone follows you, they're making a commitment. They're saying, I want to see this person in my life, on my phone. I want to see this person on the regular. I'm interested in this person. If they look at what you're doing and they think this person doesn't really know what they're producing and they don't know what they're going to get every day if they were to follow you because the content is random, then they're unlikely to follow you. We want to create this irresistible profile where they read the bio, they associate that with them, they want the value that you offer and then they look down into the content and the content delivers that and they're like, yes, I want that in my life. I want this person to be showing up in my feed every day, delivering me more value about the thing that I am really interested in. This is why we target our niche, so that we can help people identify with you as that target audience. If we don't have a view on who our target audience is, you know, how is a person going to be able to come to your profile and go, hey, that's me? They can't. So our goal as creators is to continue to deliver on that promise. Yeah, your bio and your content, it makes a promise. When someone hits that follow button, they've signed up to the promise. It's so absolutely crucial that we do not break that promise. We do not post random stuff. We do not get to a certain day and be like, oh, I haven't got any content today, so I'm just going to post this random quote, this random picture of people or stuff that's not even relevant to what they signed up for. We must deliver on that promise. What then becomes of us? Well, we must then work within the constraints of that promise. I talked about bounded creativity in the last episode and how those constraints can help us. But we must be taking our 
Instagram and our content seriously. We must fulfill that promise. You know, you wouldn't have someone buy a course from you and then the course suddenly switch topics halfway through. It's the same for our social. I want you to be thinking of your profile as that kind of level of commitment. They've made a commitment to you to follow. It's your responsibility to deliver on that and continue to deliver on that every day. So many of you will say, well, yeah, but Dan, you know, what if I've got all this other stuff that I want to say? You know, I'm, I, there's more aspects to me, Dan. You know, there's more stuff I want to talk about. I'm more complicated than that. You know, I, I still don't like being constrained by these pillars. And I want to share different parts about my life and the things that I do. So I came up with a bit of a theory that I like to use, which is a way of looking at Instagram to help you get a really good sense of how each of the different elements of Instagram can be used to add different types of content in so that you can satisfy this desire to talk about all these different elements that you want to in your life, which are all important, and we want you to be talking about those, but ensuring that we create those pieces of content in the right place, not just dumping random stuff on our feed, yeah? We're creating the right types of element content in the right place, and we're mindful of that to ensure that we continue to deepen the relationship with our audience and fulfill the promise that they followed us for. So think of your Instagram profile as your TV channel. This is the Dan TV channel. Your feed are your core programs. Right? Think, of, think of any program, right? Think of any network. Your feed is your core programs. In those core programs, you're going to be going into the detail, the documentaries. You're going to be digging deep into the value. Documentary posts like carousels, entertainment shows like reels. You have your core program criteria in that feed. And that's what people see. And that's what they want to see when they tune into that channel. You don't tune into a TV channel like Discovery and then, you know ask for Handmaid's Tale, do you? You tune into Discovery to see biographics. That's what you expect. It's the same for your feed. Your feed is delivering on that promise with core content, documentary content like carousels, you know, entertainment content like reels, educational content. But that's also, you know, short form content. Carousels are quick to whip through. Reels are very, very short. Shorter form content for your feed. The everyday stuff that happens in your life, like the reality TV show of Dan, well, that's what stories are for. Stories are the, your reality TV shows. Stories are when you take people behind the scenes. Stories are for when anything can happen. In a reality TV show, anything can happen. Anyone could say anything. The subject matter can be anything. That's what your stories are for. Your stories are that reality TV show. People tune in because they want to see, be part of your life. They want to see behind those seats. They want to get to know you better. They want to see what Dan's up to today. So use your stories for the random stuff, the impromptu stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the fun stuff, the, you know, the, the reality TV, the, the stuff where you're you know, visiting different places on seeing family or getting inspired by stuff. The stuff that is all 
you stuff that you like, you know, but it's not core content. It's not a core program. It's not like a produced show. It's just snippets like your reality TV show. Interspersed within those in reality TV shows that are your stories are ads. Yeah, every now and again, we throw a little ad in. That ad might be for something that you've made. Hey, check out my post. Or it might be an ad for somebody else, promoting somebody else. You kind of dot in ads throughout your stories. You might talk to your stories for a little while, for like 45 seconds, and then you spatter in a few ads. Again, like a TV channel, you don't expect to be looking at the same thing the whole time. Your stories are interspersed with little ads that talk about other creators, that talk about stuff that you're working on, that talk about your masterclass, whatever. But, you know, think of the balance, right? An ad, depending on what country you're in, you know, you'll get like 15 minutes of core TV show and then like a two-minute ad. That's the kind of waiting you want for this stuff. You don't want your stories to be constantly ads. No one's going to tune into a reality TV show, which is more ads than TV. So those little ads make up just a small amount of your stories. The bulk of your stories should be you and the actual reality TV show that is you. Now, your IGTV is your longer content, your deeper content, stuff where you talk a lot more in detail. Your IGTV is almost like the investigative journalism side of things. You also might have that for your live, right? Your lives are there as long-form content where you do dive deep. Your feed is always going to feel simplistic because it is. It's supposed to be that, you know, popular stuff. You know, the, the general stuff, the popular stuff, the Game of Thrones. Your lives and your IGTV, they're longer form content. They're more like your investigative journalism. That's when you dive deep into single subject matters. You really get to grips with the causes and, you know, the roots and the whys and the solutions. And you have full on conversations. They're like your panorama interviews, you know, they're your deep news reporting. That kind of long-form content is much more suited to that. So you have all these different elements of Instagram, and they're different TV channels, and no one wants to watch one TV channel of one type all the time. They like to bounce around TV channels. You might watch, you know, a little bit of drama, and then you might flip to a bit of entertainment. That's a good thing. That rounds you off. That helps people get to know you more by offering these different elements. But you're not trying to make one channel do several different outcomes. You're focusing on, you know, a channel for each dedicated thing, just as you have in the entertainment industry in real life. You know, you have a specific channel that delivers on a specific thing. So you as a creator, you need to have the vigilance to not try and make each one of these different channels into something that it's not to put content on there that isn't suitable, to just dump stuff that's not relevant. If you do that, you lose viewers because you're not fulfilling that promise. But I want you to look at the whole of your opportunity of Instagram and think, you know, holistically about, imagine all these opportunities for you across the platform. You have these opportunities to, you know, pull out your core educational content, your documentary content, put that in your feed. 
You have that opportunity. But you also have the opportunity to take people behind the scenes and run your own reality TV show. And you also have the opportunity to do that investigative journalism side of things. Like you use each one of these different channels for the right purpose. You don't try and make your feed do all the work. And all of that other stuff that you want to talk about, hey, you want to share random stuff of you walking around town one day? Great. That goes in stories. It doesn't go in your feed. It goes in stories. That's what stories are for. Hey, you want to talk about a really, really deep topic? You know, don't post a really, really long 15-minute IGTV video to your feed that nobody's going to watch because people don't really consume that deeper content, right? Go on a live and do it. Hey, you just want to give people the instant high-level tips, the quick one, two, three? Great. Reels are there for you. Hey, you want to go a little bit deeper and give them something a little bit more, a little bit more documentary thing? Cool. Carousels are great for you. Explore all those channels and use those channels to help you satisfy that desire to explore those different aspects of you and your life and your creativity and your expertise. Use them. But make sure you stay vigilant to not cross them over. That's on you. But once you start doing that, people tune into these different elements. You know that if you tune in to my stories, there'll be some coaching in there. And you know if you tune into my feed, there'll be stuff about marketing there. And you know if you tune into my live, I'll be going deep on some coaching topic or some growth topic. You know that. That's why you tune in. That's why you keep coming back. You see me on a live, and that's what I'm talking about. It's consistent. It's predictable. It's high value adding, and it's not confusing. And again, if you get all of those things together, and you're very clear about that, and you align that with your proposition in your bio, and then someone walks around your profile, and they're getting all this different value through all these different formats in the right place, done in the right way, in a way that works for that particular format, they're very, very highly likely to follow you. And that ultimately is what we want to do when we create our feed and our profile, is we want to make our profile very, very highly converting, very highly converting. That's another reason why we also work on our brand, to show that we're put together that we're intentional. Your brand colors, your brand fonts, your brand designs is all a part of you saying, I am intentional. And you think about the 99% of profiles that people visit every single day with cats and dogs and random photos. 99.99% of all the profiles that someone visits in a day are not intentional. They're clearly random. They don't know what they're going to get. And they're very unlikely to follow because they just don't know what they're going to get. If you have a really well-aligned brand, good colors, good copywriting, intentional content that matches your bio, that's going to pop up in their feed. And of all the profiles that they visited on that day, yours will be the one that is better than the rest. And therefore, they will follow that one rather than other ones. And the better you make this, the more blown away they'll be. You can't go to my feed and not say there is a hell of a lot of value there. And you're not going to want to forget about that value. You're not going to want to go, oh, I discovered this guy. What was his name? You're going to follow because you don't want to forget that. 
because you want to receive that value. It's almost unavoidable. One of the reasons why you know I and other creators like me grow very fast is you go to the feed and there's so much value there. It's You can't not follow. You can't not follow. That's what we want to create for you. But we must be intentional. We must be vigilant. We must be thinking about the channels that we have available on Instagram and using those channels in the right way for the right purpose and not getting frustrated at reels because reels aren't long enough for you to, you know, say something bigger. Well, if you want to say something bigger, you need to look at another channel, whether it be, you know, a live or your stories or IGTV, you need to look at another channel, a channel that is better suited for that long format type of content that you want to share. A good example of that is, you know, people who post snippets of their podcast audio on Instagram. You know, oftentimes you see just, you know, the audio recorded and a little waveform. That's not what your feed is for. Your feed is a visual feed. It's not an audio feed. That's not a good place to be posting that. Not only does it, you know, suck away your momentum and, and lower your average engagement rates, it's not suited to that type of content. What you want to be doing, you know, is posting that something that's more suited. Your stories are kind of a better place to put that. Again, intentional and restrained, but restrained in a way that drives our creativity. We can think to ourselves, great, what's a great thing for my stories today? Based on that element of your reality TV show. How can I bring people into my reality TV show today in my stories? Far easier to visualize rather than just say, what do I share in my stories today? So that's your IG TV channel. I want to know in the community what you are going to be using each one of your channels for. Okay, so go into the community, post in there. Hey, guys, just listen to the Instagram TV channel podcast episode. Here's what I want to use each one of my channels for. My feed is going to give people this. My reels are going to give people this. My Instagram lives are going to be focusing on this. My stories are going to be showing them this. Okay? Clear and intentional throughout. When you have that clarity, you'll also have this great freedom to be able to explore so many more things while still staying on message and still staying on brand and still staying value-adding. When you wander around and post random stuff dotted around the place, you frustrate yourself because you feel like there's more that you want to talk about, but you can't. And you frustrate your audience and make it harder for them to follow you or even unfollow, you know, make it easier for them to unfollow you because it's random. And, I, you know, it's like someone sending you a random email one day. You're going to unsubscribe. If people are just sending you random email stuff you didn't even ask for. You don't want that, right? That's not what you signed up for. So go ahead, share that in the community. Let me know what you thought of this episode. As always, take some time to reflect on that. I know it's really fun. I love this concept because for me, it's really helped me get a sense of, you know, how do I use all of this huge landscape that is Instagram to my advantage and, and how do I use it to say all the things I want to say. Share it in the community. See you in the next episode.